On this episode of the iPhoneography Podcast, Greg and me talk about the Samsung brouhaha, and really, is there anything really to it, and going over our recent photos. It's Monday, March 13th, 2023, and this is the iPhoneography Podcast. I'm Greg McMillan, joined by my good friend and co-host, Dave Bodner. Hello, Dave. Hey, Greg. How's it going tonight? It's going not too bad. Um, as you'll see later... We had a few snowflakes fall, but it's nothing too bad. Um, it's still actually, it's not far below zero, so uh, it's it's very tolerable. How about how about you? Have you been uh, getting any more snow lately? Or? We had a few snowflakes. Um, not enough even. Some places had a little dusting on the grass. That's yeah. it. That is literally it. That's about so, all we got, but we still have some snow on the ground. Let's say you still have snow on the ground. The we don't have, we, yeah. yeah. We're around a quarter of what we normally were. Oh, yeah. No, why? So we, I know some places like you look at California, the mountains of California, where mm-hmm. they literally have, you know, houses are buried. Wow. 15, <laughs> 20 feet of snow. Is it that bad? Yeah. Yeah. The, the high mountains. They are they are getting slammed up there. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was that bad. I knew they oh, were yeah. getting snow, but oh yeah, yeah. Um, like northern New England states, Maine, they're mm-hmm. getting slammed. Some places, not necessarily Boston, but up there, um, you know, they're getting. Mm-hmm. But it's just not coming down here this year. And oh, wow. I don't want to say it's it's over, because last year at this time we got almost a foot of snow. Oh wow! Yeah. But 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 the chances of a heavy snow mid March and later is pretty slight. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's about the same for us too. I mean, uh, this is what this is almost the middle of March. So I mean, another couple of weeks, I can get my snow tires off. I mean, it'd be pretty safe by then, yeah. mind you. It never fails, just about every year I do that. I get my <laughs> snow tires off, put my summer tires on, and we get a little more snow. But it's never been <clears throat> it's never been enough to uh hinder the driving or anything. So yeah. but and of uh, course, as everyone around here, or at least around Pittsburgh remembers, it was 30 years ago, around this time, the blizzard of 93 hit. Oh yeah. And we had two feet of snow in one day. On St. Patrick's yeah. Day. You know what? During, I think, during the parade. I think we got a pile of snow right about that time, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was like it was around 1990 or early 90s. So, yeah, we yep. probably got a good dumping of it then, too. Yeah. The parade didn't stop here. No. <laughs> no, didn't stop the parade. It was in the middle of a blizzard. Not, and I mean, officially, not a blizzard. I put it that yeah. way. But uh, well, it was sent tri- me, uh, yeah. uh, pictures of that one time. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. A, it's the 30 year anniversary of it. So people are like, "Hey, it looks nice now, but yeah, <laughs> we're not out of it yet." Yeah. <laughs> End of March. Mm. Then we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, speaking of which, not which out of it makes, yet, I'm sorry. What I'm saying that also means that, and I know uh, Matt Haw. Um, Matt Hoffman's not happy with the winter he's had because oh, it's hard to get it's hard to get good snow pictures when there's no snow on the ground for more than a day or two. 
Yeah, well, I mean, he likes to go <laughs> snowshoeing and and oh, yeah. stuff like that too, right? You know, yeah. he's a, and and him being in Ohio, he should be getting a lot of snow, being lake having lake effect snow, and yeah, he's he's worse off than you know, he's same position as I am. He's like, and everything looks twiggy. Yeah, oh, even yeah. though now we're starting to have green stuff come up. <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah. Oh, nice. We're not quite there yet. <laughs> um, yeah, that that doesn't usually happen here till sometime in April or so. Okay. Um, of course, there's always that long running joke about winters in Canada. It stops in the first week of July and starts up again in the third week of July. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we uh, are going to have a little discussion about um, things not really related to iPhone photography, but um, I think we could probably drag that into the uh into the equation oh, yeah. somehow. Um, there's been a lot of buzz in the last day or two about Samsung and the S23 Ultra. And, I mean, it actually stems back to the S22, as far as back as the S20, I believe, about the moonshots. And um, when I first heard about this, the first thing I thought of was how relieved you must be <laughs> to know that they're not authentic moonshots coming out of that zoom camera that they've got. Um, Cause I know that's your biggest gripe with the iPhone. Right. So, right. right. And, and literally it's kind of, you're right. I mean, it's now. Uh, yes. And we'll bring the iPhone into it where this is, I think this isn't the gotcha that was Huawei. A couple right. years ago, which literally was, hey, I have a ping pong ball, and that now all of a sudden is the moon because they just did a yeah. replacement. Yeah, because uh, it's a white circle. <laughs> yeah, but I think <clears throat> this will affect all. I don't even want to say smartphone photography, all photography going forward, because I can see the DSLR makers using AI to, you know, sharpen their image. And to do things where it's not, you may have a 100% manual mode, you know, mm -hmm. go on your top and hit under or whatever menu system you have in like your Canon, um, your Fuji, your Sony, whatever, uh, Nikon, whatever. You can say, I want 100% manual. I don't want you to touch this. Mm -hmm. Only in your professional level. I can see them on their prosumer or more entry-level side, just like with Apple and Samsung, it's hard to turn the AI off. You know, yeah. it's hard to turn the, the, the computer massaging they do off. Well, I mean, there, there's... That that happens with the JPEGs, right? They do, you know, right. sharpening and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, but most, Or Pro-RAW. Yeah. Or even Pro-RAW, it does. But as far as DSLRs go, I think most people who do that at any kind of a serious level, they're shooting raw. So I think that's going to um, escape that um, equation altogether. But um, when it comes to smartphones, I mean, everybody knows by now that it's there's a massive amount of um, com computational stuff that goes mm -hmm. on. And uh, with, the, with the Samsung, like like you said, with Huawei, they were blatantly cheating by putting an overlay of the moon 
on the image because if you took a picture of like you said a, a ping pong ball or you could have a plate leaning up against the wall if it was a white plate it would put the overlay of the moon on it and it was completely ridiculous um but what samsung's doing is uh, okay so shane mawson put a video out about it and mm-hmm. he did not he said he has his opinions he did not disclose what they were which is fine but yeah. he, you know, he said, if anybody has any thoughts on this, put it in the comments. So I started reading the comments. And sure enough, um, there's the old argument about, oh, the Apple fanboys are going to jump all over this and all this stuff. So I made a comment and I started my comment with, look, first of all, let's enough of this fanboy nonsense. People are passionate about their phones. I get it. But, you know, let's let's leave that alone for now. And and then I addressed what my thoughts were. And what my thoughts were, were uh, like, okay, so Samsung's doing a lot of en- enhancing, detail enhancement. Um, they're not doing an overlay of any sort. They're just enhancing what they have because they've got algorithms and AI and all that stuff. They know what the moon looks like. They know what the moon looks like in all its phases. It It never changes from our point of view so like the moon isn't rotating around it like uh, on its on an axis as it rotates around the earth right it's got the same look all the time Mm -hmm. from wherever you are in the world it'll look different to people in australia than it will for us because of the angle right and other than that like all they're doing is they're enhancing the image that's that's the 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 shortest story of it all. Right. So in this comment thread, I stated that is this really any different than what Apple did with portrait mode? Because in portrait mode, they're taking, um, you know, they're creating a, a depth of field. Um, you know, that there's creating a bouquet or a, not a bouquet, a bokeh in the background. And and now with the 14s, they can do it in the foreground, but they're creating a, 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 I don't like to use the word fake, but it's almost, that's almost what it is. It's a fake bokeh in the background. Yeah. And because they're blurring it. Samsung's just going the other way with this and they're just sharpening. They're just adding detail. And I, I, when, after I thought about it, like, I'm totally okay with what Samsung's doing here. Because it's just, uh, they're just enhancing the moon. They're just enhancing it. Um, you know, you've seen, we, we've all seen these uh, uh, spy movies or thriller movies where they get a picture up on the screen and they say, okay, enhance. And then yeah. everything just sharpens right up. Well, I mean, this isn't quite like that, but <clears throat> I mean, it's. And, and, and you really can't do that with photos either. If, no. the, if the data isn't there, you can't. Here's, here's my only issue with it. It's not really taking your data that you're pulling out from the image that's going into your phone and enhancing your data. It's bringing and I would say this, if Samsung was more. And I may have missed, you know, during the because I don't pay as as close attention to the details of the Samsung announcements that I do the Apple because I Mm -hmm. don't have a Samsung phone. Uh, and also, I don't necessarily want to get out of the Apple ecosystem. 
just like people who use Android don't want to get out of the Android ecosystem. Mm -hmm. The pain. Um, you know, it's a, it's a lock-in, unfortunately. But they may have mentioned this, but they're saying we're taking your image and then we're going to use outside data on top of your information to enhance your information and then show the image. Now, as long as they were clear with that, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. But if it was your phone with its optics and our internal system can produce these images, no, it can't. Yeah, when, and, when, they, when they did the announcement, I don't know if they were that explicit with the um, capabilities right. of the camera, other than to say that, you know, you can shoot them. Look moon, what whatever. we can do. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, Which, you, know, you know, yeah, the only the only not the only part, but like my, they're using data from your image to um, that's kind of you a know, base. if it's a blood moon. They're going to make right. the moon red. Right. If it's right. a half moon, they're going to make the moon half. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, so they are oh, using yeah. some of the data, right? But they're not, um, like, like, it's not like they could take all the craters off the moon and and sharpen them up. That's not what they're doing. And and I don't think they're, I don't think they're claiming that they are. I well, think they're just, they're just I, not saying that they aren't. Right. Well, that's the thing. Right? And and as one person said, and, and this would be an interesting thing if it would happen. Let's say something hits the moon on the near side. Okay. Um, where we would see it. Mm -hmm. And then someone takes a picture of it with the Samsung. Would that crater be there? Or would it not recognize there should be a crater there? And say, oh, that's not supposed to be there because we know what the face of the moon looks like. So therefore, we're going to smooth it out because that must be some kind of data issue. I'm willing to bet they're paying attention to what happens with the moon in that regard. And but if something did hit the moon and cause a new crater, that they would, would probably write it download. into the algorithm. That would have to require new downloads of the phone, though. And it would probably happen... While you're sleeping. Right. But they would have to run their. But how long did it take them to get the. Because they said there's like 29 images or 29 scenes that they enhance. So yeah. they went out of their way to say, OK, moon. People are going to take pictures of the moon. Great. Sky. OK, here's the sky. We're going to train the algorithm on what a sky looks like. And if the sky is blue, we're going to enhance the blueness of the sky. Here's grass. We're going to deepen the green of the grass to make it more vibrant, mm -hmm. not realistic, more may give it punch. Here's here's a plate of food. We're going to recognize its food. Therefore, we're going to enhance this, do this, do this with the food to make it to make the image better. But again, you're not getting you're not getting the image that is there. You're not getting what your eyes seeing. You're getting what the people who program the AI want the image to come out looking like. Now, yeah. the nice thing is you can turn that off. Yes. That is the one advantage over, because if you say you wanted, um, let's say you want to use your, you know, your iPhone and say, you know what? I don't like deep fusion. You can't do that with the built-in app. If you want a true raw, raw image, 
Because Pro-Raw is not Raw. We all know that. Pro-Raw is Raw with Apple Magic. You're going to have to get a third-party app. If you yeah. want it pure, pure Raw that you can, you know, do whatever, you know, Lightroom manipulation with. And I would kind of like, and I know a few people said it. It's not, it's not my, or it's not, I'm not, I'm stealing this from multiple people, so I can't really attribute anyone. Mm-hmm. It would be nice if Apple said, you click, you go into settings, you click this, your camera will go into expert mode. Yeah. And then you will that have the be. ability to do all these things. But we know 95% of the people want to pick up their phone, take a shot, and it turns out nice. Yeah, It may not be a work of art, but it's going to be a really, really good picture without doing a lot of work on your part. So that's yeah. our default. But if you want to do it, we will give you expert mode. Kind of like the calculator on the iPhone. You hold yeah. it portrait mode, you get a, basically a 10-button calculator. You know, as basic as it's been around for 40 years. You turn it sideways, you get a scientific calculator. Yeah. Where a majority of people have no idea what those buttons are <laughs> and would never use them. Yeah, really. But if you're, you know, someone working, uh, if you're a math student, engineer, you need all those buttons and probably a whole lot more other buttons. Mm-hmm. So what you can do is say, okay, we have, you know, basic mode, expert mode. Do the same thing with the camera. Give me an expert mode, but but make it make it put it in settings. So make it harder to accidentally turn on. And yeah. that way you're not messing up what the average person wants to do. But I still would love some of the basic stuff the Samsung camera does. First of all, periscope zoom. That would help out a lot. The fact that Samsung can go 10x optical. Versus only three. That makes a big difference. That means Mm -hmm. digitally they can do 100. Where the iPhone peters out, what, 15 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Okay. So that would just help. But the fact that when you get so close, it says, oh, I'm automatically going to work on the contrast, the brightness, the this. that That would just help. Because right now... If I want to take a moon picture, I break out Reflex app because I can manually adjust all that before I take a picture. Yeah, yeah. You know. And and in the iPhone, <clears throat> you used to be able to turn off scene detection, which is the the feature that you can turn off on yep. the Samsung. But it's it disappeared um I'm not sure which version of iOS it disappeared in, mm-hmm. 14 or 15 um but it, it's been a, a major pain not being able to turn that off. Now, I just looked at the settings on my 14 Pro Max compared to my 10s Max. And the 14 Pro Max, there's nothing like that you can turn off. The 10s Max, there is a way to turn off Smart HDR, but that's it. You know, there's no scene detection in, okay. in the settings, in the camera settings. Um and and uh, you know my my 10s max it's on the latest beta so it's on 16.4 point something um and uh you know but but it's it's 
be, being able to turn off scene detection would be a nice thing because I think that, uh, you know, might, um, I'm not sure if deep fusion is actually part of the scene detection or not, but it would just give you a little more control, you know, a, a, a little, a little, like, be able to expect a little more, um, out of the, out of the camera. Um, you know, you, you know what you're going to get with, with scene detection. I mean, it's going to do what it thinks is best, but, um, as far as the Samsung thing goes, um, it's, it's AI, it's, it's detail enhancement. It's, um, it's not what you see is what you get, uh, in, a video or in, in an article that I'm going to put in the show notes that is, is um, by a, a guy who's a, a, a Samsung um, follower. I don't want to say fanboy, but he, he is to Samsung, what we are to iPhones. Like we, okay. we, we follow the iPhone stuff. We talk about it, all this stuff. Well, this guy writes about Samsung and, there was a, a screen recording of a video or maybe some a video of the screen of him, of somebody taking a picture of the moon. They zoom right in and it's, it's not very clear zoomed right in. It's not very clear. The shutter gets pressed. And if you look at the very bottom of the screen, you can see the blurred moon, but these dots are going around it because it's processing when it's finished processing, bang, it goes real sharp. So it's, I mean, I I don't think it's fair for everyone to um, just jump on the bandwagon and say that Samsung's cheating or, you know, producing fake photos. All photos, pretty much all photos taken in a, um, in a, in a smartphone camera nowadays are so digitally enhance mm-hmm. i mean the, the iphone takes like it starts shooting photos as soon as you open the camera app. it only yeah. saves them when you hit the when you hit the shutter button like it's it, it keeps everything in a buffer once you take the shot it throws throws everything else away so i mean and and it it takes like there's what 13 or 14 different parts to a, a an iphone photo file and, and i'm talking like jpeg or hike i'm not talking the raws but um uh I mean and so there's so much computation going on. And that's all that Samsung is doing, in my opinion. It's just they're just they're just doing computational stuff <clears throat> to give you a good moonshot. Yeah. And if you if I mean if you want a, a a really good true shot of the moon, really the only way you're gonna get it with a phone is to Attach it to a telescope, a good telescope, mm-hmm. and then you're going to have a good, true shot of the moon. Yeah, but as true you as you can get physics. with you, you literally right. physics. We're going back to Isaac Newton because it mm-hmm. was he worked on the optical laws of uh, the laws of optic of optics. Mm-hmm. You can't beat physics. You can't That's beat right. a good, true optical zoom. I mean, it's it's that simple. Yeah. Now. My question is, will this make people dig into the settings for Samsung? And do they, let's say, other than moon pics, is everything else generic? Like food, scenery, 
landscape? Well, or if you turn do they off have scene s- detection, right? You know, I think that 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 turns off but, the detection but, for all those things. But I mean, okay, so th- this is like because in the settings the moon, it says to me the moon is an object, though. Mm-hmm. Okay, the other things are like sky, grass, clouds. You know, those are generic yeah. concepts. The moon is thing. Do they have things like Eiffel Tower, Big Ben in London, the Taj Mahal? I don't think they do. I think the moon's the only object they have. But yeah, yeah, without having a phone, it's hard to say, right? Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, how long do we get a. Someone could do that and say, we have taken high resolution images from multiple angles of these world images of these very important world sites that we know people are going to take pictures of. Therefore, you take a picture of the object. We know where you're orientated from. We can take your photo. We can compare it to our master photo, not taken with our camera, but with taking a very high resolution, you know, and then we'll correct what you have. Mm-hmm. So if you're a little blurry on, let's say you go to London, you take a picture of Big Ben. Okay. You're like, oh, that's good. It zoomed out though. It's a little blurry. It's a little this. And they're like, ah, we know what it should look like. We're now going to enhance your image because we'll compare and then we'll fix your image a little bit here. Yeah. The question is, the, <clears throat> is that I, your image? I can see the Google Pixel doing that. Yeah. Because that's a Google phone. Um, with the Samsung, I don't know how much uh, influence Google has on their operating system. I know it's an Android phone, right. but Samsung's got Android their own doubles everything though. But Am- Samsung doubles everything. Yeah. So if so, you have I mean, a they... built-in thing with Android, you have an exact copy of Sam uh, that Samsung made. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, um, to 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 answer that question. I'd have to say I don't know. Yeah, um, but I mean, like I say, it, that I... is the next step, though. That is the next step of saying we can fix. We fixed an object, not not a general concept. You know, mm-hmm. we can fix this object, moon, because we know people are going to take pictures of the moon. Next step. Well, since we can do it with the moon, we can start figuring out other objects and use AI to fix your image because we know what it should look like. Now, I don't think it happens now, but to me, that's kind of the, cause like, so I saw one article, someone did a, um, I forget what it was. Cause I was locked up multiple articles. Someone went to a concert and did a zoom in at like a hundred X. Cause you know, you're, you're way out there and yeah. you zoom in at a hundred X. It is not, that crystal clear zoom moon image you get. It's good. Don't get me wrong. It's impressive, especially for a cell phone camera, Mm -hmm. but it has that pixelated. You can tell the person's face. You can even tell who it is, but it's like someone's wearing like way heavy makeup. Yeah. Okay. But again, very impressive, you know, and they did it in video too. Very impressive. But, if you think, oh, I can zoom into the moon and get this ultra clear, sharp image, and you zoom in on something that's not the moon, and then your image is good, but it doesn't match what you're getting from the moon, is Samsung now going to say, well, we got to fix this now? 
Yeah. I think I think when it comes to like like your example of the Eiffel Tower or Big Ben, I think yeah. that would be a way more difficult to um to do an enhancement like that on because with the moon, like I said, it's only one oh, view, yeah. right? Yeah, we're t- we're tied to lean locked to the moon. Pe- people yeah. could be anywhere around these those structures. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that would be a lot of AI that they would have to do to be able to, you know, implement that sort of enhancement mm-hmm. in those things, right? So um it would I think be like I, making a 3D model. It would be it would be like making a um basically you're making a 3D model of those structures, which yeah. Some places may not want to have 3D models of famous buildings for security reasons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, look at like so, Google. Look at Google Earth or um, Google Maps. Even mm-hmm. you know they have 3D buildings. Yeah, Apple does too. Yeah, and in, those in are Apple photos. Maps. Those are photos that are 3D buildings. So, yeah. like I said, I can see that being the next, but. My big thing is, as long as people understand that that image you're getting is not 100% your image. Because yeah. it isn't. Yeah. It isn't 100 You're using outside data to enhance your image. Yeah. I'm not yeah. saying they're, 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 you know, you're not necessarily replacing bits of the photo, but it isn't. I took a photo, I went into the editing suite, I tweaked some things around. Or, you know, I took a photo and it layered 15 different shots together and it did its computational mm-hmm. thing of my data that I took. It's more of I took an image. It took some outside data to fix what it couldn't do optically in the mm-hmm. camera. And yeah. then it came out because that's and what I think, you heard. Yeah, I think the 90 I think the 90 90 rule applies to this, too. Yeah, it's going to be OK for 90 percent of the people, 90 percent mm-hmm. of the time. Yep. Those who are. Those who are purists or serious photographers who aren't going to be happy with that sort of an image, they're the ones that are going to want to put it on a tripod, um, hook it up to a telescope mm-hmm. or whatever, and get an actual photo of the moon. Yeah. I, I think I think that's how it's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, to summarize my thoughts on it, I, I like I said before, I think I'm okay with it because... It's it's a phone. It's a phone camera. Mm-hmm. And the moon is, I don't even know how far away from Earth, but you're not going to get, um, <clears throat> you're not going to get a perfect picture of the moon with a phone, not any phone. No. And, you know, up until this came out, we were all thinking that Samsung was doing wonderful things with their camera system. and. Yeah. um as it turns out, I mean, they're still wonderful things, but they're not what we thought. And I just hope Samsung comes out with some kind of a statement or something about this to address how they're doing it. I mean, it's known how they're doing it, but I, th- I think Samsung maybe needs to come out with, um, you know, just a web page or something to say, this is how we do it. Yeah, I mean, with Apple, when Portrait Mode came out, if you wondered how it was working, all you had to do was go to the WWDC um, videos from the year of the iPhone Seven and Seven Plus, where they talked about how it how it how it made that Portrait Mode image. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, it, it's it's no secret as far as I'm concerned. I mean, if you people want to know bad enough, they'll find out. Yeah. And I think the same goes with this. If, like after Shane's video, I thought, okay, I'm going to do a search and just to see what I could find. And sure enough, it was like the second or third um, link on my results page to this guy's, um, I think it was, uh, oh, Sammy something. Uh, like yeah. it's kind of a short form for Samsung or whatever. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, he's a, he, he's a, he writes about Samsung stuff and his, his article was there. And then he, of course, from that article, he linked to another article where it was, went way more into in depth to think about how, how it works or whatever. I forget how it all went now, but, um, you know, there's been so many people coming out with stuff about this today alone. So, but anyway, that's, you know, that's my final thoughts on it is, is I'm okay with it. It it's, it's what they're doing to give you a good image of the moon. Mm-hmm. If you, if you don't like it, don't use it. That's all yeah. I could say. Yeah, so agree. what are your final it, thoughts it, on it before? Yeah, we I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't think it's the, the gotcha that a lot of people think it is. Right. It really isn't. Um, it is AI. I just, again, and this is, again, me seeing synopsis of what Samsung could have, not reading the details or getting into the details or mm-hmm. listening to the two-hour um, Samsung keynote where they talked about it. If yeah. they would have said, we take your photo, we take known information, and we use that to enhance your photo. You know, mm-hmm. but and maybe this isn't Samsung coming out, but it's people talking about the Samsung phone saying, oh, my God, you can take a picture of the moon and it will come out like this way because of the camera, mm-hmm. not because you of know what? what happened. So I think that it's 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 uh, and I'm not equating this at all. OK, so this is different level. But there's an old saying that says it's the cover up stupid. <laughs> Most of the time, people don't get into trouble for what they do. It's mm-hmm. trying to hide the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. And you know what? In all honesty, and and just I'm always I'm always about being fair. Yeah. To be fair to Samsung, Apple does the same bloody oh, yeah. thing in their yeah. keynotes. They don't tell you how um this works or that works. They just mm-hmm. say, oh, this is, you know, this could be done and that can be done. And I mean, it's marketing, right? It's It all mm-hmm. comes down to marketing, I guess you could say. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not bashing Samsung over this oh, no. at all. No, no, no. Because no. I think that would be unfair. And, um. Uh, oh, and also Greg, when you, when you mentioned about when you saw Shane, but first of all, Love Shane's video, the fact how neutral it is. Yes. Which is something we're missing because people are talking about cell phones. We're not mm-hmm. talking like for death. The yeah, majority right. of people yelling on the internet have no financial stake unless you own Apple stock, which I don't. I don't um, I don't own Samsung mm. stock. No. Um, so I don't honestly, I don't know, but unless you have a financial stake in it people are getting so heated about this yeah calm down people yeah calm down yeah (laughs) you know 
and the same, like I said, when you started, you said, I read the comments and the first thought in my head is first rule of the internet. Well, okay. there's other rules, but let's say one of the mm-hmm. first rules of the internet, don't read the comments. Yeah. Don't yeah. read the comments. And <clears throat> our, our listeners are great. We don't post stuff that have a lot of comments other than the Facebook group per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're always great in there, but I'm always afraid to read comments because no matter what you post, you will have a certain portion of the population, which are, I'm going to use the Pittsburgh term here, jagoffs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And whether they're paid to be, or they like it, or they really believe it, or they're putting, I'm an Apple person and that's my personality. Yeah. It happens, yeah. But it happens. It's everything. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a wrestling fan. Okay. There's two big companies right now in wrestling, WWE and AEW. There mm-hmm. are people who are love WWE, hate AEW. There are people who love AEW and hate WWE. And yeah. it's almost on a religious level. And there's some people like, hey, I like wrestling. I like some of this. I like some of this. And people are like, no, you have to like one and hate the other. Yeah. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I can't be like that. Like I, no. I mean, yeah, I, it's I'm crazy. an Apple guy. It's crazy. I, I, I'm in the ecosystem like yourself, right? And when, but you know what? If somebody comes up to me and says, I want to buy a new phone, what should I get? I'm not going to tell them, go get an iPhone. I'm going to ask them a series of questions and figure out what's going to work best for them. If it's, if it's an Android, um and, and i mean like you know not the not the flagships if it's if it turns out that it's going to be oh. um you know a, a 500 dollar android phone because that's what suits their pocketbook then so be it i'm not going to yeah. tell them to go and break the break themselves and, and uh, no. go get an iphone just because that's what i use yeah i mean i always like to i always like to figure out what's best for them and go from there mhm so well, that was <clears throat> it's been an interesting couple of days with this with this whole thing. So it'll it'll be just as interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, I'm going to have links in the show notes to Shane's video, uh, Marquez Brown's video or Brownlee, Marquez Brownlee. Brownlee's video and these articles that we mentioned. Um, all those links will be in the show notes if you want to check them out. Um, so now we were going to go through. Um, uh, we were going to go do a, a segment on something, but I think we're going to leave that for the next show. Um, so, and, and boys and girls that calls a teaser. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're not even going to say what it is. Um, so I think what we'll do is because that, that was a pretty in-depth conversation about the yeah. Samsung thing. So what we'll do now is we'll just jump right into our recent photos. And um, uh, I, I, I don't know about you, Dave, but uh, I have not been inspired this, you know, in the last couple of months at all, just because of the weather. It's been winter, then stick season, and then we get winter back and stick season. And good grief, I just don't know. I don't know. I, I can't wait till spring when the flowers come out. Then I'll at least have something to take pictures of. But I did manage to get a few. But let's start with your first one. We'll 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 uh, we'll go one about here. Okay. Um, and we'll start with your first one. And, um, 
what it looks like to me is speaking of stick season. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so this was done. I actually took this yesterday on a run. Oh, and before and, you go, before you get oh, any sorry. further, yeah. I I got to remember to do this, folks. Look at your phone. Oh, you'll yes. see a picture of it on your phone. If you can't, if you can't do that, if you're driving, whatever, um, it'll be on the website. You can go and have a look at them. Uh, they'll be there, but you'll be able to see what we're talking about. So, okay, sorry, Dave, carry on. No, no, no problem, no problem. That that, that is important because it's hard to do a photography podcast talking about photos when people can't see the photos. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> As much as we try to describe them. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, this was taken on the run yesterday. Uh, now, talking about enhancing, um, I did I did throw this into Snapseed to mm -hmm. give it um, the border. The Actually, you know what? I'm going to – no, this was, yeah, this was Snapseed uh, for the border. I'm sorry. Sometimes I use camera plus two for the border and some. Oh yeah. Some, yeah. They got some good ones too. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, this was Snapsy though. And it, it, this was on the run. This is actually not that far away from my house or from, yeah, it's a couple miles away from my house, but it's close to the little city of Oakmont. This is mm -hmm. literally a couple blocks off the main drag. And I just just running in this little area, looked up, and you can see kind of where there's like a little I, I don't want to call it a stream because it's not really a stream, it's kind of a runoff area down right. the hill. Mm -hmm. And it's coming kind of straight towards you. And the original picture, like we said, it was kind of it didn't pick up a lot of the color. The colors were there, but they were really muted. Mm -hmm. So I put it multiple things inside Snapseed, and it really boosted kind of the blue sky, even though it was kind of overcast. Uh, so it did give a, a tint to a tint to the sky. Um, the little red on the bushes, the little green here and there, the moss growing on the rocks down below, kind of how it yep. kind of meandering towards you there, and you have the bare trees there. Mm-hmm. And with, with the kind of the old fashioned border with kind of the light leaks. You know what it looks like? It looks like a, a scanned, an old photograph that's been scanned on a flatbed mm -hmm. scanner. That's what it looks like. And that's yeah. gives it, that gives it a ton of character. Like it's, it's like an old photo. Yeah. Um, you know, even with the, um, the way you've colored it, it, it looks old. Yeah. Um, you and know, that's it, honestly it, for sticks for stick season because it's hard to just take at least in my mind it's hard for me just to take a photo and do just a little tweak here a little tweak here and make it interesting mm -hmm. going oh that's an interesting kind of desolate type scene and when i edit i tend to think back to like 1970 photos or 1980 yeah. photos yeah, and that's kind of the, you're right. That's kind of the feel I was going for here. So I'm glad it turned all, out that way. All that's missing is the stain from a coffee cup. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. Or, but, or the actual like cr the the page being crinkled. Yeah, yeah. Because the virtual but, the yeah. virtual creases aren't quite the same as actually the creases you see in a real paper in a real yeah. photo. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so and now that looks like a a little footbridge. Going across there. Is there a trail up there? Is no. that what that is? Uh, I see what you're talking about. And I think that there's not a trail up there. So that's kind of 
either someone put it there or it's just the branch that just happened to go that way. I see what you're saying though. It's almost yeah. perfectly level though. Yeah, it almost looks like a, but yeah. a, a little no, bridge that's or something. Just, but... Yeah, yeah, it just <clears> looks that way. I think the angle's making it look that way. Okay, yeah. Well, it's a really cool shot. And what I like about it, too, and and I, I really I look for this in landscape shots, is there's – let's let's take this little whatever it is. Let's just call it a branch um, for the sake of argument here, because if, if it's not a footbridge, then it's got to be something natural. But mm-hmm. there's no hand of man in this image at all. There's no power lines. There's no um, buildings, not even peeking out from behind the uh, horizon. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, it's really hard yes, to see. Upper is. right, there's something. Yeah, there but is. But it's there's not that little... hard to see. Yeah, there's one little. Okay, so yeah. it's almost no hand of man. And and, and <laughs> if, if that wasn't there. Yeah, and maybe the it, concrete it down been... below. Yeah. The concrete down below. Well, they, they look like rocks to me. Well, no, below, below that, though. You mean the big ones? That, that's what I mean. They, oh, okay. they still look like rocks to oh, okay. me. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I I wouldn't have guessed that they were concrete. Yeah, but um, but no, I mean it's it's other than that little bit of that building there, which I just saw at the last minute. Um, it, it looks like there's no hand of man, and I think that's a a really good challenge for people when they're doing landscape stuff. Try to get a picture with of with no no power lines, no um trails from the plains in the sky no you know anything that could be made by man try to eliminate it from the image and i think it'll it'll make make for a better um landscape shot mm-hmm. but I, I think for for the amount of busyness that this image has it's busy yet it's simple it's just simply a, a looking up this runoff um you know there's no water that i could see coming down it but um it's really cool, and the the coloring I love it. Yeah, it's oh, really good. You. All right, so we'll jump to my first one. Um, <laughs> I took this one just out the back door, and I was out shoveling snow one time, like uh, maybe three weeks before I took this. I took this like two days ago, and um, there's a ceramic frog. And this thing was in a different spot on the on the back deck. And when I was shoveling, I hit it and I knocked it over. I thought, oh, I don't want to break it. I put the darn thing in the garage, out of the way, under, under a little, little table or whatever, so that it wouldn't get damaged. And uh, so, okay, I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be there until spring. Well, as you can see, we still have snow in our backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a skiff of snow on the deck. And I looked out, and I saw this stupid thing staring at me. And I thought, this is so creepy. <laughs> it's like, ha, 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 you can't get me or something. And uh, I said to my wife, what is this thing doing out here? I said, it shouldn't be out till spring. Oh, I like it. So there it sits. It's, it's looking right at the door. And it's it just, I don't know about you, Dave, but I just think it's creepy looking. <laughs> See, I don't, I, I, w- I would go the opposite way. Really? I think it's almost like, hi, I'm, I'm, I'm out here. Still out here. Yes. Still in the cold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in fact, oh, I think yes, what would, what would make it perfect <laughs> would be putting a scarf around its neck. Oh yeah. 
I'll have to tell her that. I'll, I'll you know, have to suggest that to her. I don't think if you can put a hat. I don't think you put a tassel cap on it. But no, it, it, putting it a little scarf. Eyes. Yeah, but playing like a scarf around the neck, kind of like a snowman has a scarf. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. So you know when I when I took it, it was um, it almost looks like it's a little hazy, but it's because it's going through like a, a window in the back door, oh, okay. which I think is like a gotcha. double pane of glass or something. Mm, so okay. I got, I used the clarify um, tool in dark room to try to, to get it as, you know, as punchy as I could, but. Um, you want to yeah, be careful about not overdoing it, which is always. Yeah, the... yeah. I didn't want it to look fake or anything. So. Right, right, right. So. Yeah, now, honestly, so having a little bit of grain or a little bit of haze makes it look like it's outdoors. Yeah. You know what? I should have added grain to it. Mm. That would have been that would have been a that would have been a good thing. Maybe I'll do that before I post it anywhere. But uh, but yeah, that's that's our little ceramic frog. I don't even know if it has a name. <laughs> I just call him creepy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So your second one I have as the uh, lookout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. These things are neat. So um, I decided to go for a walk one day. Um, Ruth had a meeting. And it was on their side of town. It's not too far away from uh, now. We call it, it's officially Mount Washington. In the past, it was called Coal Hill. Oh, so yeah. it's not really mountain like you would think mm-hmm. mountain. It's really a, a hill, but it overlooks downtown. Right. And they have these overlooks where you can go up there and get the view of downtown. It's, it's a great panoramic view. And from underneath. And I saw a panel you took from there, and it was really cool. Yeah, and basically from up there, you can see all three rivers. You can see tens and tens and tens of miles mm, yeah. because you're up a lot higher than the rest of the downtown area. So just just for um, reference, did mm-hmm. you use the, the three uh, the three times camera on this? Uh, for this one, yes. Okay, so yeah, that gives I you actually, an idea of how far up it is. Right, right. Now, this is around halfway up the hill. So, yeah, so I decided to basically uh, park on top of the hill, walk down the hill, walk halfway across one of the bridges. Unfortunately, it was windy and cold, Mm. and I needed uh, just one extra layer of clothing to be comfortable. Uh, So instead of walking almost all the way downtown, I turned around the bridge and I walked back up. Um, So this is around halfway up, but still, like you said, using the 3X there. Mm-hmm. So, and like I said, it was, I did use um, the, I'm trying to remember the uh, PS, I, I, I did some editing in Light, Lightroom Mobile, mm-hmm. and I also did some editing in PS Camera, because that really brought out the underneath design of the structure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Which that is really is cool. A, yeah, yeah. It, it's really nice, the fact that it isn't just on a pedestal, but... Yeah. It looks like a it looks like a, a tree. Yeah, yeah, that's neat. Uh, so, and you can see just to the back and left, you can see one of the churches, which are basically mm-hmm. right on the edge there. Yeah. Um, now, I, there was a hint here. I use PS camera. Yeah. <laughs> so I know where you're going. <laughs> this this was a fake sky. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent fake sky, um, because it was just kind of gray overcast mm-hmm. so there was no moon in the sky I, I, it doesn't look fake fake because it's not overly clear 
and the moon sometimes comes out. Well, you know, it has that look to it. Like you use uh, like a 500 milliliter lens, millimeter lens mm-hmm. where the moon really comes in big. And if there's something like this in the, in the, in the image that's far away from you, you you'll bring it in, but like, it's, it's all a matter of um, like how the, the image gets compressed. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's hard to explain, but that's what it looks like. And it doesn't look out of place at all. I mean, we know full well that you'll never get a moon that big with an iPhone camera, but it looks very convincing. Um, Like it doesn't look out of place at all. Like, I mean, sure. There's no sun shining on the platform, but who's to say there's not, it's not cloudy covering that part. Whereas a, you know, the moon is up above the clouds way out in space and mm-hmm. it could be catching some sunlight, um, you know, to, to make it visible right. at that time. Uh, plus I did, I did make it a little on the warm side. Yeah. Yeah. Versus a, a cooler picture. So I did warm it up a bit there. Well, it looks very convincing. It it, oh, it does. It, it looks very convincing. And, and I like that you brought the detail out in the bottom of the platform because yeah. I would have hate to have missed that because that that does look so cool. Um, yeah, it's 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 a as Shane would say, it's a real ripper image. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and I like too that the fact that there's people there to give you the yeah. sense of scale. Yeah, yeah, so, and like, that's one of the reasons. So as I'm walking up, I saw them up there, and I thought, okay, that would be a good picture with them up there because yeah. you can tell it's a family. Just sitting around, looking at the looking at the the skyline, mm-hmm. and just kind of looking what's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really cool. And in the summertime, you probably wouldn't see the underside of that thing because of those all that shrubbery would have leaves on it. Yeah, yeah. It wouldn't yeah. be as visible. Yeah. Yeah. So good thing you got it during stick season. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So my second one is. Uh, well, like I said earlier uh, in the opening, that um, we had a bit of snow, and I thought, you know, oh, I've been wanting to get out and take pictures of something, anything. So what do I do? It these big snowflakes are falling. I go in, I grab the uh, macro lenses, and I tried the reflex long range macro first, but I just couldn't get close enough to the snowflakes. So I grabbed the Struman Optics one, where it has that focus range on it and I can get really close. And um, I think it may have been fogging up a little bit because Mm. these are not as crystal clear as I had hoped, but um, it was either the, the, the iPhone camera underneath the lens or it was the lens itself that was maybe fogging up a little bit. But anyway, um, because I, I I grabbed the lens out of the house and went right outside with it. So I should have maybe let it, sit for a bit and you know get it acclimated to the temperatures but anyway i I was in a hurry i wanted to get them taking some pictures so this is on a um uh a purple sand cherry tree that we have in the backyard and in the left bottom left corner you can see part of a branch with with a bit of lichen growing on it and in the lower right that's all lichen as well on like the branch comes down and joins another one and goes back up. And so that's lichen. Um, 
growing on the other branch. And, uh, and then of course, just the, the snowflakes themselves and, and pretty much all I did to to try to get the snowflakes in, in focus was I turned on focus peaking and I just moved the phone back and forth a little bit to, um, as soon as I saw the focus peaking on the snowflakes, I, I snapped the shutter and, and there, there it is. So, um, very tricky things to photograph, um. I know my friend Don Kamarechka, who mm. does these snowflakes with his DSLR, um, he'll take, believe it or not, he'll take a snowflake like that. He he lets it fall on a black mitt that his grandmother gave him when he was a kid. And so if he can isolate one, he'll take about anywhere from 100 to 200 shots with his cannon, just moving back and forth. And then he'll use the focus stack and all that stuff to to get the whole thing sharp. Mm. But with with the iPhone, I mean, I I probably could have done something like that, but I don't know how well it would have turned out. Yeah, um, this this I but, mean, the seeing the details and seeing where you can see it's already starting to melt. Yeah, they were melting and, fast. Yeah, and, and you can see because you don't have the symmetrical features on some mm-hmm. of the on the, some of the very outside. You can see it's not as sharp. It's flattening yeah. out. Mm-hmm. It's losing. Is you know some of the like the main branch uh, starting to narrow and taper, not towards the end, but towards the middle. So you can see the whole melting pattern going on. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Don says the optimum temperature for doing snowflakes is about minus 10 Celsius. So that would be, um, I'm not sure what that would be in Fahrenheit, but um, it's, uh, you know, it's fairly cold. So, um, but it was, it was only like, minus two so it's like 30 degrees fahrenheit when i did this um and like i said they were they were melting pretty quick so but but it was fun just to get back out there and just shoot something that that was kind of cool i I got a bunch of different pictures of these snowflakes and and um you know even some on the on the edge of the um what do you call it my the tin roof on my shed which is like corrugated Mm, and, okay, and yes. there was yes. little icicles hanging down mm-hmm. and if i wasn't uh if i wasn't so pressed for time i would have tried to get you know one of the icicles maybe with the drip falling off it but mm. uh it's so hard to do when when you're doing macro but yeah anyway um oh. no and i did that's... and i did look real quick it's 14 degrees fahrenheit okay so yeah yeah so it wasn't quite that cold and yeah. if it was then I th- think I would have got maybe some some better crisper shots, but um, and been a lot more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and I, I should have waited about five minutes before I started shooting and let the lens get mm. you know used get to the temp- temperature. Yeah. So yeah, you know, there's there's another tip for anybody that's using these add-on lenses is let them get a, a you know a cl- acclimated mm-hmm. or climatized or whatever you want to call it to the temperatures. So so that's my snowflakes. Okay. And well, are you before the third we, one? Well, before oh, yeah, we go, go to my third one, I just mm-hmm. sent you another photo. Okay. Um, and this is a I'm trying to remember if this is the 0.5 or just the regular Y, you know, the regular normal. You know, let me I should be able to figure this out. Uh 0.77 millimeter 2.8. So oh, yeah, okay. okay. But it was, but it was basically, it's it's a further away shot of the same platform. Um, okay. Yep. A little different angle, 
a little different angle, a little further away angle, you know, mm-hmm. well, not so far up the hill. Um, right, yeah. But just so you can, it gets a nice perspective of, you know, it, because I, the shot I'm taking is like halfway up the hill. Yeah, yeah. So you get a feeling for how much more of an overhang this thing actually is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And if you have any issues with vertigo or heights, um, it can throw you off. <laughs> mm, yeah, it, it's kind of like we have uh, what we call the lookout tower um, in town here. And it's kind of like about that high mm-hmm. off the ground. Um Maybe I'll try to get a picture of that sometime and use that for this segment. But, um, but it's yeah, it's kind of kind of something like that. But it 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 has a platform that you walk to the structure and then you go up this spiral staircase mm. and then to the lookout platform. And it's I want to say you did use that once before because it does sound familiar. I used the staircase okay. inside. Yeah. yeah, I use that as okay. one of the pictures, but I don't know if I've actually shown the whole lookout tower. So. I'll have to do that one of these days and okay. and make sure it's a recent photo. I won't I won't post something that I took before. Oh, right, so. right. But but yeah. So I mean, I'll, I'll I'll put this on um on the screen for people to see while we're while while we've been talking about it, and just to give people a, a sense of um you know scale and and what you, what you're talking about there. So this road, this road goes uphill. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. So that's um. McCarter Roadway, and it goes halfway up Mount. It basically it it, it goes up the front of Mount Washington. Oh, There's yeah. other ways around it, mm-hmm. so there are ways that you can, um, you know, in the back or kind of on the side that are windy, twisty roads. But this thing kind of is like, well, you're at the top of the hill here. You want to get to the bottom of the hill, straight line, straight down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, straight incline down. Oh yeah. So now the third photo was, yeah. and this was this, this just reopened the day after I walked this. So this was the test run of the Mon Incline. Um, for for some people, you may be familiar with it being called a funicular. <laughs> oh yeah. So this takes you, uh, basically from the top to the bottom, and it's a little bit of touristy if you will mm-hmm. um but people do use it to go to work oh really yeah because if you live on top of mount washington or near mount washington instead of taking a bus all the way down the hill oh yeah. a lot of times it's easier just to get on the incline take the incline yep. down and then if it's a nice day walk into downtown and the or the subway goes real close to there yeah and so, you posted a picture from inside this thing before did you not I did, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm trying to remember what's it. We have two inclines. We have the Duquesne and Mon. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to rem- I think it was the Duquesne incline I took before. Right. Which which is a, like a mile away. So, and they're, like I said, they're they're both old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um it was originally built in, let me see here, uh 1870. Oh, wow. So now it's things have been replaced, rebuilt, redone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this it's basically works like an elevator. Yeah. So you oh, yeah. actually have you have one car, you have one car on each side of the track. You mm-hmm. have a giant steel cable 
which connects the two, if you will. Okay, yeah. The weight balances out, and there's a giant, I mean giant wheel on top, which pulls the rope as one one goes up, one goes down. Okay. And this was, and it goes right over the roadway. So, and the, like I said, definitely the roadway is a much newer build than the incline. Yeah, yeah. So you can see how steep that is, how steep that incline is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and they just upgraded the light. So before it was just one color, now it's LED multicolor. They, like I said, they did some upgrade, some painting to give it a color uh, upgrade there. Um, so it, and the, the the kind of wild thing is there used to be like six of these or eight of these in the city. Oh, really? Because it was the easiest way to go up and down hills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially think about before cars. These things oh, were built yeah. in the 1880s. Yeah. So well, if you want to go from the top of the hill to the bottom of the hill, you either walked the stairs or you took, or if you had money, you took the incline. Yeah. <laughs> so th- those, um, those are lights that go all the way down the side of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the things that operate? are kind of purple right now. It's it's not twenty four seven. This thing is it? Uh, not twenty four seven. Um, you know what? Let me see if I'm going to see if I can find. Oh, here we go. Hours. Uh, it is five thirty in the morning till twelve forty five in the morning. Oh, really? That late? And, yep. And Sundays and holidays at eight forty five in the morning to midnight. Okay. Well, that'd be cool going down that at night then. Oh, yeah. When you're yeah. getting a good view of the city and whatnot. Oh, yeah. It's great. It is absolutely yeah. great. And there's a there's an overlook on top. You can go up there and get a nice view. Um, and it, round trip, it's $3.50. Oh, that's that's nothing. Yeah. yeah well, like I said, you got to remember, though, it is still it, – it, it's part of the transit structure. So this isn't just mm-hmm. touristy. This is – Oh, I got to go to work. Yeah, this I is help commuting. on the incline. Yeah. yeah, this is people commuting, so it can't be that expensive. So would it's it a, would it be? Um, could you put put that in with say a bus pass, or would that be included? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I, well, this one. Let I me mean, just double check here because I know with both of these. Yeah, this one's actually run by, I believe, the Port Authority. Uh yeah, this one's owned. This one's actually run by the Port Authority. So this is run by the by the uh, Pittsburgh Bus. Oh yeah, Authority. So if oh, you have cool. a, a bus pass, uh, they call them Connect cards, where you yeah. can load up money on it and just boop it. Mm-hmm. You use it here. The other one, the Duquesne Incline, is actually run by a not-for-profit organization. So oh, yeah. that's that's separate. Yeah, but yeah, this is just run like the subway or the bus line. Same same group. Well, that's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Yep. And like I said, it's it's pretty steep too. Um, let me see. Yeah, it's um, almost. It's no, it's not not quite forty five degrees, but it's uh, uh thirty five degrees. Thirty five degrees. Thirty six yep. degrees. Yeah, thirty five yep. yep. degrees. Thirty five degrees, six hundred feet long, and it goes up three hundred and seventy feet. Wow. Sure beats walking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if you look at really old pit, pit, pictures of Pittsburgh from the early 1900s, late 1800s, there were a flight of stairs that went up the side of the hill. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah, that would and, be. And, a... and, yeah, and back then the the trees were pretty much gone. There were no trees because this was actually a, an area that was mined for coal. Oh yeah. So it was real barren, but you saw these rickety wooden steps going up. You know, three hundred feet elevation. Imagine walking mm-hmm. up a thirty story building. Yeah. To get up there. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, you know, it's it's a. Uh... It looks like an interesting ride. Um, that'd be cool to take it at night, especially coming down oh, yeah. where you can see the city and and whatnot. Uh, and of course, uh, in, in in any big city, you got well, even even in the small town I live in, we got graffiti. <laughs> well, true, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, okay, so so for my last one, I was on the way to work, and um. On a rare clear night, uh, I, I stopped. I, th- I thought I better stop and get a picture of Jupiter and Venus. And I believe this is after they had already gone through the conjunction, mm-hmm. so they were starting to move apart now. And um, but I thought, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to grab a quick shot of it on my way to work. And I actually had to go a few blocks out of my way to get this. But I mean. In this small town, that's still not much, but not um, <laughs> yeah. And and I so I you know I just pulled the car over. This is um uh this this foreground is a big field, and then you've got the the tree line, and then it just basically goes down the the escarpment. I guess um, would it be the escarpment? I think it is. I think it is the escarpment because then like the Niagara escarpment, it runs right through our town here. Um, well, I should say city because it's technically a city, but it's a small city. And anyway, so it's a, it's like a, like a little cliff there that, that goes down to the, the lower part of the city. And um, this is a great uh, place for, you know, they, they put fireworks when, when the fireworks go off on Canada day, um, this is a place where a lot of people will sit because they got a nice view of them as they come up, you know, above the trees and whatever. But, um, no, I, I just, uh, took this random quick shot of, of the, the planets as they're shining so brightly in the sky. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm not sure, but I think the two above that are part of Orion, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Uh, either Orion or Gemini. Yeah. Possibly I, Gemini. Yeah, it could be. Um, but this was, I think, only like a three second or maybe a oh, maybe wow. a five second night mode shot, handheld. Um it, it's it it was considerably bright because there's a pile of street lights right behind me. Um and, and a bunch of houses houses along the street behind me. So it was kind of bright. Um but when I you know when I held my phone up to take this, I dialed the exposure down a fair bit. Just to, um, you know, make it a little more like nighttime. And actually, when I did the edit in Darkroom, I used a, a gradient mask on the sky to um, darken it even more. And then another one on the foreground to darken down that snow because it was pretty much white looking uh, even at night with the with the night mode shot. So, um but yeah, other than that, I think I might have added a um, a vignette to darken around the outside yeah. edges and that, just to you know bring your bring your uh, your eyes to the 
to the two planets there, which is the focal point of the image. But um, mm-hmm. but yeah, it just uh, I I didn't really get a chance to get out and get a good shot of these two th- planets as they were going through their conjunction. But mm. um, but yeah, it, they they were so bright. Oh, I know, and, I know. I I tried to get photos. The problem is, it was all they're all they didn't get very high in the sky. Yeah, really. And I got so much light pollution. Yeah. Especially that's headed west. And there's so much houses there and street lights, which I, I'm not denying anyone the necessity for street lights. I understand a hundred percent you need street lights there. Oh yeah. Uh for safety. But it kind of kills the photography. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Unfortunately. Yeah, and- yeah, and, and as as you can see in this one, there's a lot of, of lights from the city, and that's throwing a lot of light up, you know, towards them. And then, like you say, they're very low on the horizon. And um, but uh, I, I kind of, you know, I kind of like the way the clouds look too. Um, I don't think I did anything to to bring them out. I might have bumped the whites up a little bit just to enhance the clouds a little bit, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, other than that, just a, a dull shot of the sky. <laughs> so, all right. Well, that is our recent photos and um, our uh, in-depth discussion on the Samsung moon thing. Uh, so I guess that's it. We'll, like I said, that other segment that we were going to do, we'll save that for the next time. Yep. And, I mean, uh, unless something breaking happens. Yeah, exactly. Which, which hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, nothing major will break. I mean, I, I know everyone really wanted us to talk about the yellow iPhone 14, 14. Max. Dude, are you in my mind? Is it written <laughs> on my forehead? I was going to ask you just before we go, what do you think of the yellow iPhones? <laughs> I, th- th- and I'm being completely honest here. I really wish they would bring the bright colors to the pros. I know. I've heard that from a lot of people. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like the, like, I have the Sierra blue. Mm-hmm. And it's like a steel blue, grayish blue. It looks nice. Yeah. It's understated. It's supposed to be, you know, it has a nice tinge to it. But, and I know I could put a case on it. I mean, I do have a case. I have a clear case. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I could put a bright, shiny case on it and everything. But it would be nice to say, hey, guess what? You, even though you got the pro, you want to show off your color. So yeah. now it could be the difference between well, the 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 colored part is the same. It's the band that's different. Stainless yeah. steel versus aluminum versus for yeah. the fifteen, maybe titanium. Yeah, yeah. So it would but be yeah, nice if it was a little bit lighter, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would it would be nice to see the pro phones have a little brighter color, color to them. Yeah. I but don't Apple know why they do choose that. to subdue it's, them. It's the same thing, but the, but it's the same thing with the um, um, the iPads. The pros are always, you know, yeah, either space may, gray or space silver gray, or, silver. You may get a rose gold. Yeah, but it's not a so bright pink. What do same you think the of the yellows? What do you think like of the it. yellow? I like you it. You like it? Yeah. I like it. Now the question is, because like. I'm key. I normally keep phones three to four years. Mm-hmm. How do I think about it in three and a half years? Same thing with cars. You may look at this car and think that is such a great color, orange. 
Yeah, yeah. And you may <laughs> like that orange, and then in <clears throat> seven years, in six years, you're going to be like, the horror's orange. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. Well, you I know, like the color. I like it. I, I like, like it. the color. It, would I get a yellow phone? Probably not. Um, I'm more of a. It. I'm more of a blue, purple, gray. Yeah. You know that those kind of colors. Um, if the if 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 my 14 Pro, if I didn't get the purple one, I would have got the gray one. Um, the the silver and the gold, I they're just too light for me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'm I kind of like the darker colors better, but um, I I would have loved to seen the pros come out. Even a even a subdued yellow would have been nice. Yeah. Yeah, I right? mean, I, I, you could even make it, like I said, make it subdued, but make them, you can make them similar colors, including yeah. red. Oh, yeah. They could make oh, a, a project, red one been really sharp. but they could make it project red. Yeah. Because that's what the red phone's always project red. Mm-hmm. Make it project red. Yeah. You know, but. Well, yeah, and the funny thing was, is they did bring out that product red mm-hmm. right a off project, the bat I'm this sorry. time. Yeah, yeah. They, they brought it out. They brought it out right off. It was the bat very first. Yeah, in the in the fall when they announced them, which was which I thought was odd because usually they don't come out until like you know, later spring on or something. Yeah, but, so it was um, set with the boost, if you will, mid year boost. Yeah, yeah. So, but um, I don't know. It, it's um, it's nice. I know there's yeah. probably a bunch of people that'll get it, and uh, oh yeah, you know, of course they when they when they marketed it, they they didn't just say. Uh, iPhone 14 and 14 plus um, in yellow, but they put down all the stuff that it's capable of basically oh, yeah. just a reminder, mm-hmm. um, you know, and I, I guess I hope it, I hope it sells well because I know the, the 14 plus was not a big seller at all. And, Which and I don't sense. even know about the 14, Honestly, but it, it makes sense <clears> because <sighs> Just playing between, let's say, Ruth's phone. She has the 13, not the Pro, just a regular 13. Mm-hmm. But when I get my next phone, uh, unless there is a difference. Like with the 13, there was not a difference between the Pro and the Pro Max, except for size. Right. I probably just stick with the Pro, not go with Max. Because oh, yeah. this thing can get very unwieldy. Now, it helps when I'm doing editing stuff on it, you know, editing photo, editing video. Yep. It helps having the extra size. But I run with this thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. It, it it gets a little heavy on the arm. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yep. Well, my wife has the 12, not the 12 Pro or nothing, it's just the 12. Yep. And when I look at it compared to mine, I'm thinking there's no way I could go down that size. Um, I'm, I'm just so used to the screen size of the max and, um, I, it would, I would have to just stay with it, I think, but, um, I don't think I would go yellow, but it is, I think it's pretty sharp. It's, it's, Mm -hmm. it's definitely gonna, I think it's definitely going to be a favorite for some people and, uh, I hope it does well, but it's just funny that we thought of it at the same time. Like I was just, I was just about to say, just before we go, Dave, what do you think of the of the yellow? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway, uh, at least well, it, at least it's something concrete, and not 
rumors about the 15 yeah which are peeking yeah. out now so <laughs> yeah we'll we'll look at those you know um maybe we'll maybe we'll touch on them on the next show with this other thing we were going to talk about so yeah. um on that note uh i guess we'll tell everybody where they can find you Okay, yeah, you can find me pretty much on all social medias as ProfPod, on uh, TikTok, as long as we have it in the U.S., as ProfPod PGH, uh, and on the Facebook group as Dave Podner Jr. Alrighty, you can find me at uh, on Twitter, Instagram, Mastodon, all that stuff, uh, um, with my name, Greg McMillan, or McMillan Photo. Anyway, go to, go to about dot me or what is it about dot me slash mcmillan mm-hmm. and you can find all my online links there um and i've been doing a bit of work on my website lately mcmillan.photos uh so go have a look there and and check it out see what you think um i've got some pictures where i talk about the story behind the photo and things like that and then there's some just some categories and whatnot so uh i, I know i gotta add more pictures but um it's a it's a work in progress so you know give that a look too um anyway uh thanks dave for the insightful discussion and uh i guess we'll see everybody in the next one yeah have a great one everyone